Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to tonight's edition of Students for Better Future Radio. I'm your host, Doreen LaGuardia, with Cisco Acosta, and we are live. And once again, everybody, welcome to tonight's show. And we have another great show coming up. Um, we're going to be bringing on a candidate who's running against Maxine Waters in California's District 43. His name is Omar uh, Novaro. He's going to be joining us any minute. But before we get to him, uh, I want to bring up a couple things that happened. The first thing that I want to tell everybody that there was an article that landed on my desk today. Um, and it and it dealed with a, a term called progressive stacking, and mm-hmm. um, it talks about a, pro, a professor, uh, well, a gal who's trained to be a professor at a um, uh, at a Pennsylvania university, it's University of Pennsylvania Department of History. Um, what what it is is. They, when they ask the questions in class, um, they will call on, they have an order. They will call on the black women first, then the black man, then the, according to this, um, they will then go down the line and then call on the white women, and if they have to, white men. And the professor, the gal that was doing that, the graduate assistant, that's what they're actually called, her name was Stephanie McKellop. And she was the one who was practicing this. And uh, apparently uh, some of the students caught on to this. And they put it up on Twitter. And um, they sent it to me. And I'm just learning what progressive stacking is right now. And um, they, you know, and, and now she's being called a racist and, you know, and, and now she's going to under some kind of disciplinary action of the college. So well, that's, go, that, that's more, first time that's you heard more, of that? First time I'm, I'm hearing of that, but I, I, I just read some information from a, a Illinois professor Myra Gutierrez, who stated that if you're good in math, that means that you, you have white privilege. That's so, you know, that is it's crazy. If you're I mean, good in math, I mean, you have white privilege. That's, <laughs> that's what she said. That's what she said. So that's a slap in the face against anyone else who, who, who's not of, of Caucasian or Anglo uh descent that that you, you you're stupid then but oh but anyway goodness. i think i i i think i i think um there are a bunch of idiots and everything but i i wanted to touch on 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 something that really really is if it comes through it's it's going to be really something special tomorrow julius julius assage from Wikipedia, Wikipedia, um, Wikileaks, excuse me. He's going to come uh-huh. out with very important information regarding Hillary. You've been hearing about the Hillary, Hillary situation that you know him and Clinton and and, and the thing with the dozier that the, they they came up to to basically uh, uh, say that Donald Trump was involved in colluding with the Russians. And also that he, you know, he was performing, uh, they performed golden showers on him when he was in Russia with prostitutes. All of that was a lie. No kidding. And guess who paid for it? Hillary. Hillary's campaign. It was a lie. It was a pure, pure lie. And the Democratic National Committee, who was, in, who was headed by De- Debbie Wasserman Schultz, People out there actually believe 
that had really happened. But the kicker, the kicker is going to be tomorrow on Hillary's birthday when Julius, Julius Assange will come out with something very revealing. Because my feeling, uh, Doreen, is that uh, Hillary and Bill are going to be the next Harvey Weinstein. They're going to take the fall. I think the people in power, the powers to be, have had it with the, the Clintons, and they're going down. Because in order, for the, in order for the powers to be to get rid of, they can't do it this way. They can't go directly and attack him for the same crimes, supposedly, that Donald Trump has committed. The Clintons have already committed. So I think the Clintons are going down. And you're starting to see, you're starting to see the left-wing media coming out with, the, we, let's, we should investigate the Clintons for the uranium. That never happened before. So I, be on the lookout. The Clintons are going down. I, um, I, I wonder, uh, you know, I, I believe that they should have been going down a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and I, which I, I, often I, makes us wonder how far the, I call them communists, have infiltrated to our government. Um, you know, and, and uh, that's, that's another thing, you know, does collusion, collusion with the Russians. And, you know, it's, it's scary to see um, because, uh, you, you know, these people uh, play these devilish games, you know. Right. Um, but, but anyhow, uh, let's just switch topic for a minute and go to the, the Las Vegas shooting again. And okay. it's kind of bizarre that the that the um, security guard has sort of fled the country and has not, you know, talked to any other media. Um, and you know, where's the progression on this case? Because there's a lot well, of loopholes still open. Well, there's there's not going to be any progression on this case. Uh, can you tell me? When was the last time the FBI had conference? Two weeks ago. You can't tell me. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay, two weeks ago. So if it's a major case, the worst crime, worst uh, killing in U.S. history, which is not true, uh, and we don't hear a peep from the FBI. Come on, this is this is actually. Uh, they're, they don't want to. They don't want to say anything, anything more. First of all, MGM, MGM. There's million, uh, thousands and thousands of lawsuits just waiting to happen. Okay, and there's no way that MGM and the FBI can get out of this unless they leave it quiet and and have people forget about it. That's that's the intention. Well, you know, that's not, yeah, that might be the intention, but we want to hear the truth. And so it's going to be up to us to, to, to push them to hear the truth and keep the story alive. I I, I agree. But again, who, who, he who controls the media controls the message. Just remember that. We control the message on this, uh, on this program. I, I know. So we were able to get that message out to all of our listeners. The TV networks, they control that media. So they're able to control and say and, and put out there whatever they want. And I, I hate to say it, but the reality is that there's nothing going to come out of this. Uh, there's no truth coming out of this this um, this case. It's going to be pushed aside, and let's see if people forget about it. And, and I can guarantee you that you and I will not. But there's there would be a lot there'll be a lot of people out there totally have disconnected, totally disconnected from. From what happened in Vegas, 
fully. Uh, well, we can't allow that to happen um, because when you find the truth, then you can figure out how to fix the problem. When the truth is hidden right. from you, then the disease still lives on. Right. <laughs> so, you, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So, when you have the truth behind you, you give the family. Um, so, that's my take on it. Um, we're no, waiting no, no. for. Yeah. yeah, he's in, Cal- he's, in Cal- he's, he's in California. So uh, his campaign manager told me that he 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 has the number. He'll be calling us. So uh, I'm, we're we're just waiting. Um, he, uh, let me let me let me give you a little uh, preview of, of uh, Omar. I've been following Omar's uh, career for now for a couple of months, and um, he, he he definitely has a good shot of beating uh, Maxine Waters. Uh, he has a, a support of the conservative uh, base. Uh, he's very popular throughout the country. They know him very well. And I think that he uh, is someone that can really do a really, really good job. I think campaign-wise, he has Roger Stone, which uh, we've interviewed Roger Stone on, on, on this program. Uh, Roger is a pro campaigns, and I think he, he will – he will do really well uh, against uh, Maxine Water. Maxine Water is, is you know, she, she's past her prime time, uh, and and she needs to go. And uh, I think uh, it'll be good for for the country, and it'll be good for California. Uh, Maxine Waters, by the way, uh, I want to tell everybody that she made her a remark that, um, that said, in other words, referring to Trump as to take Trump out. I don't know if you heard that r- remark. Yes. So uh, you know, that's, I that's one of the, that that's one of the things that I want. That's one of the things that I want to uh, bring up with uh, Omar. I, I assume she meant for, for impeachment, of course. Um, y- you know, so to, to her, her to go ahead and to do that, does she have a plan? Because right now she's representing the 43rd district of California. In other words, mm-hmm. is she going to be a candidate? She is a candidate. She is the incumbent. No, she for, is the but, incumbent. but after that, some for president somewhere along the way. I'm sorry? For president, maybe in the future. What, she, she's going to run for the president? Democrats put, no, will, will the Democrats put her up? No, no way. She, she's... She, she's a has been. She has, she's a has been. There's there's no there there. Sure. You know, Maxine Waters lives on a on a four million dollar home, and she's been in Congress for forty years. Forty years, this lady has been a public servant, and she has a four million dollar home. Can you tell me how many people who make about 175000 180000 which is what a congressman makes, has a $4 million home and lives in style? She lives in one of the most affluent areas in California, in L.A. Where's that money? Where has that money come from? So does she need the affirmative action? To help her go to college? Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm, just, I'm just sorry on that one. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, She's been in a yeah, uh, I, I Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, I have my my guess where she got it from, um, but the the um, you know she she's a lifelong congresswoman, and you know therefore we need to bring up other issues. Such as term limits. Oh, that's, that's and, where um, I was. I was heading in that direction. Term, term limits have and, and should be uh, something that that uh, President Trump needs to to address 
because if we're ever going to get control of this Congress or Senate, you you have to implement. There's there's no way get around that. Um, term limits will be the real solution to the corruption that we're dealing in Washington D.C. today. Forty years, so that was really a lifelong job for her. Yes. Uh huh. And while wow. you know, the people, the voters, the voters of of um, Maxine Waters, they live in the they live in poverty. They live in the most stricken poverty sections of L.A. County. Okay. While this lady enjoys the glamour and the wealth of well, that she she she's supposed to be supporting, but well, she's not the only one. She's part of a large group that that is basically the same way. They they have this attitude, this elitist attitude, that well, I'm better than you, okay, and I will I will basically. Um, I can I I tell you what has to be done, and you keep voting for me, okay? That's the attitude, and 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 I'm I feel sorry for those communities that have to endure forty years of of, of this individual. Forty years. Wow. Yeah, that is something. Yeah. Um. So, so in other words, she doesn't have the the backing this time around like she used to she has she still has the backing of of Jerry Brown and and the Democrats in in California and and also the Democrats the DMC but I think I think there's there's a lot of people that are basically uh moving away from her cuz uh they they're finally waking up and realizing hey this lady has been lying to us for so many years, and that's where Omar comes in. I think that that's where he has a shot, a really good shot of of of, of beating her. So, so uh, okay, um, yeah, I'm just looking up her information here. Um, yeah, you're right. She owns those million dollars homes. Yes. Yes, I like, like I said, I, I've done my research on her, and uh, it's de- definitely uh, something that um, you know that has to that has to come to an end. And um, I think uh, Omar Navarro has a good shot of, of, of beating her. Uh, yeah, but I also want to talk about New Jersey a little bit. Um, since it, we're still waiting for Omar, again he should be calling in any minute. Um, yeah, yeah. New Jersey. Remember, Kim, remember, it's all, it's it's it's, uh, it's six o'clock. Yeah, it's it's six it's nineteen time. in okay. California. Okay, okay, got yeah, it. So yeah. Uh, he, he's still having. I'm kidding. Um, so in in New Jersey, we have Phil Murphy going against Kim Cordano. Yes, and um, Phil Murphy, I believe, is is ahead of her by double digits so far. I I, I don't I don't uh, I, I think I, yeah I think because Kim Gordano is carrying Chris Christie's legacy a little bit, and people over here are you know the we've had Christie for eight years. Here it is, okay. This was a poll done seven hours ago. Um, says Phil Murphy leads Kim Godano by 20 points in in the new poll. Um, so I don't believe I don't believe that I don't, I don't believe that poll. I don't. But I, I hope you're right. The election is in yeah. two weeks. Um, uh, okay, here here. Oh, this poll was done by by Quinnipiac. Um, but Kim Godano 
from talking to a lot of New, New Jersey voters, um, really had a tougher race to run because she had to separate herself from Governor Chris Christie. So, um, you, you know, so that was a little bit of a tough challenge for her. Uh, but you know, I, 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 Doreen, Doreen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree on you. I'm gonna dis- disagree with you on that. Okay. I, okay, I, I have ahead. to tell you, I have to tell you that how are people in New Jersey, and I lived in New Jersey, how are people going to vote for someone who's telling you, who's telling you? That he's gonna raise your property taxes. He's gonna raise everything. He's gonna milk. You know, when he says he's gonna, you know, go after the rich. Well, no, the rich are the middle class. Come on, how how? I have a lot more respect for Jer- the, the people in Jersey. They have they have, they're smarter than that. I doubt that they they're, they're basically going to vote for someone who's telling. He's not even hiding it. Phil Murphy is not hiding it. He's telling you that he's going to raise your taxes. He's going to take more of your money. He's going to be the next John Corsine, but even worse. He's going to be worse than Jim, Jim McGreevy. He's going to be worse than any other type of Democrat that has governed New Jersey. Can you think that New Jersey, the people in New Jersey are that stupid that they're going to vote for someone like that? I doubt it. I don't care how bad. I I I I I hope you're right, but there's a lot of people, Cisco, that that just listen to the sound bites and the and the short media, and they believe that somebody like Tim Godagno, um, for example, would would uh, who knows get get rid of the New Jersey pension funds. You know, they believe all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but the but, pension plan. I hope you're right. I was I was on that pension plan, and that pension plan mm-hmm. was already screwed from before, even before Christie came on board. So but you the, know, the voters really, the voters don't really know that they don't know how it's been underfunded and you know and and people double dipping in there, you know. They yes. don't know the whole history of it. Well, so, that's 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 where that's where that's why I made them blame Kim for not addressing that, but to blame to 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 not realize that Phil Murphy, who could be your next governor, is telling everyone in New Jersey, "I'm going to raise your taxes. I'm going to raise this. I'm going to raise that." And you're going to still go ahead and vote for him? Forget it. If Phil Murphy wins, New Jersey will become the next California in a heartbeat. I understand. Um, but there's, there's a certain degree of low information voters around here. And particularly, you know, I don't want to call women out. You know, but single women might tend to vote for Phil Murphy because he he puts in programs that help them out. You know, but I, I agree with you. You know, I'm, I'm on the same page as you. Um, but right. if he gets in, then everything is going to pass. You know, and if you your house, let's say your taxes are fourteen thousand here, by the time he leaves, they're going to go up and be like eighteen or nineteen thousand. It's not just property taxes that are going to go up. Your your gas tax, your sewer tax, every bit of tax. You're talking about an individual that is driven by his only solution to resolving the problems that are in New Jersey, the economical and financial problems is to raise your taxes. That has not worked. It has not worked in California. It has not worked in Chicago. It has not worked in the, in the state of Illinois. It has not worked anywhere. Because what is going to happen is going to drive companies out of New Jersey even more than they have. It's going to drive middle-class family out of New Jersey 
And where's the revenue going to come from? Nowhere. So the people who remain right. in Nowhere. Jersey and the companies that remain in New Jersey are going to get stuck paying outrageous amounts of money. Absolutely. And uh, we do have callers on the line. If you'd like to ask a question, just press 1, and then you'll be placed in the queue. Um, the call-in number is 646-915-8117. That's 646-915-8117. And, Cisco, back to you. Okay, so we're talking so, about New Jersey. Yeah. Well, uh, before we go on to New before we continue in New Jersey, I want to bring up something that most of our audience or you may not know, but the security guard in Vegas, uh, from what my sources have told me, he has a security pro uh, protection. He has actual security protecting his house. Now, why would you have a security company protecting the, guard, uh, the, the, the house of the security guard that was involved, or that, was, that participated, or was in the Vegas tragedy that happened a couple of weeks ago? Think about that. Why would that happen? It's just questions, and maybe, we, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll get the answer in a few weeks or a little bit longer, but who knows? We have to wait to see the investigation unfold. Uh, we, I'm going to take the caller. We have a caller online. Um, call Eric, code 732. You're live. Hello? Uh, call 732. Yes, you're live on the air. They have to. They have to. Uh, they have to lower the the radio. I mean the uh, sound so they can talk. Um. Uh, hello. Uh, I'm Victoria. Hi, I'm Victoria. Just into, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, listen to the show. It's very difficult, but it's easier on the phone. And uh, I wanted to uh, speak with Omar. Navarro? Omar is okay, running, he Omar should be joining is running, us anyway. Omar is running late, but you can ask us any question. Okay. Uh, I'll ask you one. Well, I wanted to ask Omar um, if he supported Trump, Donald Trump, or whether he supports him or not. I don't think you can answer that for him, right? Doreen, you want to answer that? Do I want to I'm sorry, that? what? I would say, yeah, I would say more you would than say, likely yes, but I wanted to wait for him to he, come on the show. Um, okay. Yeah, yes, uh, because only from understanding his background and, and what he's doing there in California, um, you know. But go ahead, Cisco, you were talking? Well, I would say I would say I I I I don't like to uh, speak for others, but I, I I happen to agree that I that I think Omar would be supporting um, uh, Donald Trump because as I've seen, he's been around with uh, staff Steve Bannon, with Roger Stone, and with Herman Cain. Herman Cain just endorsed um, Omar Navarro. And Roger Stone is his press uh, campaign, one of his campaign consultants. And Steve Bannon is supporting his campaign. So I think he, he is on the uh, on the Trump train. <laughs> well, he, he should be uh, if he wants to get elected, correct? I mean, he can't be going the well, other way. So whether he whether it's true or false, I don't think we'll ever know that uh, for sure because he's right. – He's um, on the ballot now, right? Yes, he's on the ballot. He, he's, he, uh, yeah, he's on the ballot right now. Um, and uh, hold on, I just got a message from uh, his manager, campaign manager. Right, now. he just got out of a meeting, uh, a last-minute meeting. So, um, so yeah, and he should be calling us soon. That's what I'm seeing here. Um, so I, I think, yeah, he is on the ballot, but, you know, like, I, I think we'll, we'll wait until Omar comes, you know, calls in. So if you want to call back, Victoria, we would love to hear from you, and then you can ask him directly. 
I can try. I'm having trouble getting the phone going, wait. but I will try. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Well, we, you know, we can uh, keep you yeah, on. Yeah. We can keep you on the line, and yeah. you can wait a few yeah. minutes. Okay. How's that? Sure. Um, the other question yeah, that okay. I, I was he, having was. He, go ahead. He, he, he's calling. He, his masters have said he was on the assumption that we were going to call him, but I told him that he, you know, for him to call us. Um, so okay. that's my fault. That's my fault. Uh, miscommunication between me and, and and his manager, campaign manager. But uh, he's going he's going to um, call him. I mean, he's going to call us now. So we should be hearing from. Okay. But, uh, Victoria, that, okay. Victoria, that's a very Victoria, that's an excellent question. I I, I think uh, you know there there's uh, I think candidates for 2018 who are running in, in uh, for a congressional uh, seat uh, are going to have a really tough. Um, decision to make uh do i support uh do i get the support from donald trump or do or, or, or do i stay away from donald trump and based on the based on the uh polls and and based on the perception that we see out there uh right now it seems like there's more uh there's more people that are uh, maybe hesitating to go with donald trump um but I think in the long run, I think they're going to do something like Ted Cruz, like Ted Cruz has done. Ted Cruz has played the game really well. You know, he, he doesn't show that he's supporting Donald Trump fully, but he's not showing that he's against him. And I think that's, that's the way he's, going to, he's running his campaign. So I think more, more people are going to play that, play that game. They're going to, they're going to, that's how they're going to campaign. Maybe carefully. Very carefully, yeah. You know what and I mean? I, yeah, very carefully. I, I mean, I, I, I am not. Uh, what? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Victoria. Go ahead. No, I was saying I'm, I am not a supporter of of Donald Trump. Um, I just have total distaste for him uh, in every way, shape, and form. So, um you know, I was just curious, but I, I mean, it's really a hard question to ask a candidate when they're running in the same ticket, if you know what I mean, party, Republican, supposedly. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. It is. It is. I mean, I, I, I have run for, I, I ran for office uh, in the past, uh, and and um, it's 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 tough if the, the individual that asks you to run, you know, and, and, and the person that is, is running on the same ticket as you is not very popular. Uh, how do you do? You know, how do you how, how do you how, how do you work work out that uh, to that alienate some of your voters who may be get who may not like who who's running on, on the same ticket. So, uh, but I think I think if most of them are working. I I I feel so convinced that they're gonna do what Ted Cruz is doing and play play it really neutral. So I think that's a, a good way. And I think he is doing a good job. I love Ted Cruz. <laughs> um, but um, I guess I'll like Omar, too, as long as he gets elected. Yeah. I we can knock out the other one because she's some kind of a crazy woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement. Right. I, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this on talk radio or not, but, <laughs> I mean, right. I, I really don't have much respect for this woman. Um, and I think she's been there too long. It's time to go. And I hope, I don't know a lot about Omar, but I've just read a little bit. So hopefully he's a good guy, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. Hey, uh, uh, um, Doreen? Yes. Doreen? I'm sending you his yes. number. Call him up because he thought that I was, we were going to call him. So, uh, I'm sending you his number right now. Um, so if you, if you can call him from the switchboard. Okay. So, um, Victoria, uh, in the meantime, I mean, in the meantime, in the meantime, okay, what you, what's his number? Huh? <laughs> I just, I just sent it um, on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, uh, Victoria, I have a question for you. Uh, Go ahead. How do you how do, how do you see the 
the situation with with uh, with Rex Tillerson, his relationship with Rex Tillerson. Where do you see that going? Do you think uh, Tillerson will resign? I have a feeling he might because Tillerson seems to, you know, uh, have some class. He seems to have some brains, and I think he's been having uh, he's been put under the bus by Trump. So right. he may he may go, and that's unfortunate. But um, that's what I think. Who knows? Okay. I mean, he may he may not. But uh, I think he's going to try and stick it out. But for how long? I don't know how long he can. As long as you know, the White House is absolutely insane over there with everything that's going. You know, people are getting fired. You know, people are just you know. He, Trump is off the walls with everything. Um, right. Not okay. nice. I have to cut you. I have to cut you because we have sure. Omar on the line. Oh, okay. Omar. Okay. Hi, hi Omar. Omar. Can you hear us? You're live. Yes. How you doing? Welcome, Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, Omar. It's been hi. a long time, and I'm glad. I'm glad you're finally here. Yeah, me too. I'm, ha- <laughs> I'm happy to be on. Well. You know, uh, Roger. Roger has been on on our show, uh, and and I think that was the greatest move that you have ever made because Roger Stone is a class act, and 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 as I was mentioning to to my co-host, uh, we we definitely believe that you are the man who's going to take down Maxine Waters. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh-huh. But. Uh, that's, Doreen, that's awesome. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, Omar. Well, Omar, I, I just want to I want to touch right away on on a couple things that that um, you know you you have um, demonstrated that you are a class act, intelligent, totally, totally, totally ready for Congress. Uh, but there's a couple points that I want to touch on uh, right away. This whole thing about what Maxine Waters said about Donald Trump in regards to, like, basically a threat to to kill him, or or, or, or you know insinuating that, and you no, took her to attack right she didn't away. Take him out. Her. Yeah. Yeah, you take him out, and you came out right away and said what? I said that Maxine Waters needs to get arrested by the Secret Service because she said she wanted to take out the President of the United States. And, you know, and I really meant that, you know, like, look, Maxine Waters, if this would have been any average person in the 43rd congressional district, a young black guy, young Latino guy, young white guy, and they would have said a comment like that. They would have had Secret Service knocking at their door and they would have got arrested instantly. But because Maxine Waters is a protected class of American who is an elitist who lives in a four point three million dollar mansion in Hancock Park. She thinks that she can get away with anything. Of course she can't because her crime family, which was under investigation, her granddaughter, her grandson, which got a, got a misdemeanor, which he should have had a felony, and her husband for the One United Bank scandal, this family is corrupt. That's all they do, and you know they think that they can get away with anything. And of course I called out for the arrest of Maxine Waters. That was very good. I, 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 really, I really felt that that, that was a, a huge – uh, a huge step that you took, and and I believe that's gonna that's gonna take you even uh, into the national spotlight even more than you have because you've been on Fox, you've been on on on, on every print media news outlet out there. Uh, people know you, and they really are supporting you. And we want we're definitely gonna do everything to support support you and get you to uh, DC. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I a, think that's call, awesome. We have a caller uh, on the line that she's been holding on, but she's been wanting to ask you a question. Uh, Victoria, okay. mm-hmm. Omar Navarro, uh, the next congressman from uh, California, uh, uh, District 43. Go ahead. Ask the question. So, uh, Omar, it's so nice to talk to you. Uh, of course, the questions. <laughs> of course, the questions mm-hmm. going to be kind of not too great. I was just wondering that you, if you supported Donald Trump, uh, yes or no, 
And, of course um, I do. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think you mm-hmm. have to. I mean, is there anything? Is there anything that you don't like about the man? Uh, well, yeah. Or I, you I, can, didn't or, him, I didn't. I didn't agree with him when he went to Syria, but I still believe that Trump had some information that the regular public didn't have, and he did the right choice to what he did as the president of the United States. And I support him. I'm not going to cut him off because I disagree with him on one issue. He, I think he's a great man. I think he's way more qualified than Hillary Clinton. I mean, can you imagine if we had Hillary Clinton in office or Bernie Sanders? I mean, our country would be done completely. After what Obama did for eight years, it, it was an abomination. That's correct. Uh, I mean, I, of course, I don't. I don't. Of course, I don't agree with everything you say. But I think I understand why you need to say that, and you have that, and you have your own opinion, of course, and so do I. I did have another question. Um, I think I, I saw something. Um, in the budge in the budget where they're cutting um Medicare mm-hmm. out of the budget and, yeah, and that yeah. would affect it that would affect senior citizens and people well, who are on fixed incomes and well, you know the well, cost of living is, is is going higher <laughs> yeah you know i i support Medicare you know I support anything that cuts you know to our seniors i I wouldn't support it uh you know I think you know we need to take care of the people that, that have respected our country, that have brought our country to what it is. Um, I think that we, we have, as a country, we have a foundation. And I think that we need to take care of the people, that you know, especially our elderly. So I think that we personally need to make sure that we're not cutting any kind of funding uh, towards Medicare. Well, that, that's what I saw already. Well, you know, I don't, I could I yeah. could be I could be wrong. I mean, I'm not I'm not an expert I, I, here I at all. I personally wouldn't su- I wouldn't support it though. So, something I wouldn't support. Yeah. That's good. I, think, I, I, I think, mean, I would not oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Victoria, I think I think uh, we got to wait until Omar gets to to Congress and then he can be the the deciding vote in there. Well, it depends yeah. when they're going to. When's he going to get there, and when That's is this vote going to happen? I don't understand this. You know what November. I mean? Like, I don't know how. Next November. It, so there's going to be a June election next year, and talk to make it to November, and after that, it will be between me and Maxine Waters, and the winner there becomes uh, the representative of the district, and that's that's where the election happens in November. But you know, it's it, there's going to be there's going to be a lot more issues arising within the coming uh, year. Uh, there's going to be a lot of things that we're going to have to talk about. And I think I think what it comes down to, a lot of people expect uh, representatives to do certain things and what you're going to vote on, what you would support. People want to know what you would do, right? It's fair. But you're going to have issues, mm-hmm. new issues that are going to arise when you do get elected to Congress. There's going to be all these set of issues that are new that are going to come out, and you're going to be like, oh, what? What's going on? This is new. This is new. But you still have a foundation of certain things that are going to be there, that, that are continuously there, and that you're going to have to continue to uh, reform or improve. There's always improvement for anything in any program. Right. Hey, do, do right. Me, yeah. Do you want to go ahead? Um, yes. Okay. Hold on. Uh, hi, Omar. Um, How you doing? I'm just actually on your, your, your uh, website here, and um, I want to know uh, what you're going to do to – some of the things you're going to do to keep our country safe. Yeah. So some of the things that I would like to do to keep our country safe, we have to make sure that we are uh, protecting, you know, the men and women uh, who respect our country. You know, because, you know, our police officers, we live in a time where uh, they're looked down on, especially here in Los Angeles. I mean, they get vilified and they get attacked by, by the public and they get killed and stuff like that. You have people like Maxine Waters, which, speak totally against law enforcement. And, you know, one of the things I would like to invest in is make sure that we're protecting the men and women who protect our country, especially people in the service. Uh, you have, you know, people, families that have been torn apart and, and they're not taken care of. I mean, you have homeless veterans here in Los Angeles, and that's a concern of mine. It should be a concern to everybody. I mean, that's something that's, that hasn't been talked about in a long time, and I think that we need to bring that back. I think that's something we need to worry about. I was talking to a friend of mine earlier and we were talking about, uh, you know, veterans and homelessness in Los Angeles, Skid Row. We were talking about how many of those are veterans and 
and how many of them have mental disabilities. And, and we were covering all these things. I mean, these are all things that affect our country, but, you know, our national security is really important. If we have, strong, if we have a weak military, then we have, we have a weak country. If we have a strong military, then we have a strong country. Uh, and that's, you know, when it comes to that, I'm very big supporter of supporting our military. Oh, yes. Awesome. Go ahead, Cisco. Go to you next. Uh, yes, uh, Omar, what, what, what are your thoughts on, on DACA? Uh, well, my, in my opinion uh, about DACA, you know, I don't, I don't believe that we should be handing things out uh, to people that didn't obey the law in our country. You know, we have, we, let me get back to you on this one because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you the difference. You know, people in our country, we have legal immigrants and we have illegal immigrants. And, every, and, and there's a separation. People don't understand this. They try to bundle immigrants up in one category. Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, they treat everybody as if they're illegals, right? So when I look at the whole perspective of everything, when it comes to DACA, you know, I look at it as it's, you know, you're allowing people uh, to take money from the system. You're allowing them to steal money from the system. And I think that we need to take care of our own kids that are already here in our country. Uh, like in California, you know, we have, you know, the DREAM Act, and we're handing out these loans, yet we're not taking care of our own. You have young kids that are here legally, uh, and the people that come through the legal process uh, that don't get uh, preferential treatment. And they have to pay through an arm and a leg to go to school. So that's my concern. And, you know, I don't support sanctuary cities. Um, I don't support DACA uh, for that very reason. Fantastic. Yeah, I want to switch the topic to, um, to education, particularly higher education, where the cost uh, to go to college right now is – is almost unaffordable, you know, and um, if your in-state might be, let's say, 28000 and then you're out of state, well, but that's a different story. Um, what can we do to alleviate those costs? Yeah, the, the way of alleviating those costs is making sure that we're, we're working with the schools and also making sure that there's a, you know, I would support some form of voucher system, um, because you have people like mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg who want to uh, hand everything out. They want to have income equality. They want to make sure that the education is being paid for, that health care is being paid for. But we have to create a system and a process where people are earning their way. Because we have a lot, of, a lot of kids that go to school for different things, right? Like let's say in the arts. You, they go into the school to be an actor. Uh, well, is that going to generate a good job? Um, going to school for doing dance, is that going to generate a good job? Well, we don't know. You know, if you go into doing, like, engineering, if you do anything in the sciences, you're going to create a better job. You're going to have a better opportunity of finding a job. Those are more in demand, especially with engineers right now. Um, and in new technology also, we have to invest in also. I think that there's a transparent way of looking at the process and knowing where we put our money. But we cannot – we have to make sure that we're making it affordable for, for younger kids that are going through a process in college, if you look at the, the tuition rates uh, from now and 10 years ago, uh, they have skyrocketed. It is expensive to go to school. It's not cheap. Um, I went to school, uh, what is it, back in, I was 20, I was, nine, well, I was 19, 19 to 23. So I was from the age of 19 to 23, I was going to college. Uh, my tuition was like, I paid, at the end of the day, I paid like $80,000. But if I didn't get scholarships, if I didn't get uh, help, uh, from because I applied a bunch of scholarships, so I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of it covered, so which was which was great. But a lot of kids don't don't know if there's even scholarships. So we have to actually put those programs out there. There are nonprofits, there are private institutions that will actually help uh, these kids pay for the school loans and everything. I think that will help out, and I think that's a big way. I think we have to bring uh, companies in uh, once again because I think that's happening. There's a lack of transparency and a lack of uh, of, of initiative from our government. To, get, to actually work with the private sector to create jobs. Because that's what happened back then. There, we used to live in a market where uh, these young kids would go to college and they would, get, they would get offers right out of college. And now that's not happening. <laughs> the employers are getting uh, uh, application after application after application that they're not able to hire everybody. They're, gonna, they're lucky. They'll get 10,000 people applying for a position and they'll only hire 50 of them. I mean, that's how bad it is. So we have to create a market 
where it's, where it's going to be good for the students when they graduate from college, but for everybody. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Well, well uh, let's, go, let's, let's touch on, on the state of California. Uh, we have Governor, Governor Brown. We have the California legislator. I mean, we have Kevin DeLeon, De, De who came out, out and said, my whole family is illegal. They've been here illegally. What are you going to do about it? I mean, they're, they're basically, they don't really care any, any longer. Yeah. Just California to... is, a, is a sanctuary state, as they say. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, they, they're, so they, they're not, they go against federal law. And what we have to do as Americans, and here especially in the state of California, we have to say, get up off our seats and stop complaining about the problems and start doing something about it. Because the only way we're right. going to change back the state is that we take it. We have to take it. We the people, all, every, every person that is an American, that's a patriot, that wants to fight for the country, we take back our country, and we take it back today. Right. We have to start now. If we're not starting now, we're not, we're not going to have any success in this state ever. But what I'm doing exactly. is I'm fighting for the state of California. And I'm only fighting for my district. I'm fighting for the state of California, and I'm fighting on a national level too. I acknowledge that. Yeah. I know that we have a lot of things. Not only am I representing – my district, I'm representing the whole country when I'm in Congress, and people need to realize that. Right, right. That's, uh, that's, that's very true. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Doreen. Uh, yeah, but how do they stop that from being a sanctuary state now? Does the federal, the federal government punish California in some way? Uh, like no, not- California, I, I consider them outlaws. They're, they're going against federal law, and I think, you know, I think that someone has to come in and, and do something about it. They've they got to enforce uh, our laws. I mean, this is, this, is, this is the time where it's enough with disobeying the federal law. You know, when it, when it comes to sanctuary cities, I mean, sanctuary cities discriminate to legal immigrants, and it, it's, it's obvious. You know, it's obvious. You know, there are legal immigrants that are out there. There are people that are here that they're disobeying federal law, and that's what they are doing. They're protecting lawbreakers, not, not people that are not breaking the law. Well, there, there's, another reason, uh, uh, there's another reason why, to interject in here, there's another reason why a lot of these states, cities, become sanctuaries, because they're getting federal funding, and they can basically uh, spread that funding to anything they want. And, and and the illegals know that, and th- that's where they go. Do, do these things? I mean, where they, look, they, look, they, look at what happened to Kate Steinle. I mean, uh, you know, look at what happened to her. And mm-hmm. look at what happened to many other victims of illegals coming in and actually killing somebody. I mean, you know, there's a, there's a fact to what Trump said. You know, there are people who do, do come here who are killing and raping, and they are breaking the law. And that is a fact. It is happening all over the state of California. I mean, I was a victim of a hit and run accident. Someone smashed my car. Person took off right away instantly. And you know, I knew right away that if someone had insurance. They would. They would have. They would have pulled over to the Hold side on, and exchange information. But they took off because they're not legal. That's what happens. It happens all over the state of California. We have people that, and now they have the vote, motor voter law where. Illegals can now vote. They register automatically to vote. They can get a license, and now they can vote. Right, right. Uh, so, to to uh, vote the same people in—that's—that's that's really what it's for. Go that's ahead. what they. That's what I know. I they're, they're trying to buy them off. They're buying them off. Well, that's what they're doing. Exactly, exactly. And and you know what? When you said that you're going on a national level, I mean, you just got to support the endorsement of Herman Cain. Uh, yeah, you, you, Steve Bannon. Uh, let me see. Uh, of course, Roger Stone, and, and you were basically you, you, you were just on the Tucker Carlson show. I mean, you're you're definitely your name. You are. I have said it already, and I said it on this show. You are the most important race in 2018. Is Omar Navarro against Maxine Waters? That's the number one race, in my opinion. 2018, because that's going to determine a lot of what's going to go, uh, what's going to happen on the national level. You're completely right because if if we and this, I say this to everybody, this is no joke. 
if we win this race, we will reclaim the state of California. We will take back the state. We will put the Democratic Party into a corner, and it will wake up every Republican who has, been, has switched to decline the state. They will switch back to Republicans, and they will wake mm-hmm. up, and they will say to themselves, it is time to reclaim this state. This is the message. If this young guy can do it, we can all do it. Because everybody has forgotten. Anybody that believes in God it has forgotten that there is a God. You know why they've forgotten mm-hmm. that there is a God? Because they give so much power to men. And when you give power to men, then you are subject to that. You are idolizing people like Maxine Waters. If they think she's a fixture, she is no fixture. She's just a man, and she will be beaten in 2018. But it will happen with the support of many people and people supporting what I'm doing, my campaign, and donating. Because remember, I'm not part of the deep state. I'm against the deep state. These guys have PACs. They have money that's going to come through the roof. But I have people. I have the people who will empower my campaign, who will support me, who will bring my campaign up, and that's how we're going to win. Well, uh, let's, um, let's, go ahead and, let's go ahead, Omar, give out your, your, your website and, uh, before, you know, before, before um, you have to go, I, I definitely um, want to make sure that, that, that give out your website and any, anything that's happening, anything, any uh, events or any uh, where you're going to be at so we can basically and, and put your campaign on, on, on the website. Uh, your, Perfect. Your Thank website you. On, on, so we can promote you on the East Coast. So on the East Coast, they can get to yes. know you and donate to you. Perfect. Thank you so much. My website is omarnavarro.com, omarnavarro.com, O-M-A-R-N-A-V-A-R-R-O.com. And they can go to my website, you know, visit, visit what I'm doing, sign up for my mailing list. You'll get all the events, anything, any updates that's happening in my campaign. You'll get on my mailing list. You can go also go to my Facebook, at Real Omar Navarro, at Real Omar Navarro on Twitter, Omar Navarro on YouTube. You can view everything that I'm doing on there. Stay in touch. Keep in touch. You can reach out to me also, campaign at omarnavarro.com. And make sure you guys really get involved. This is, the, this is the election of a lifetime. We will win. And when we win, I want everybody to be a part of this. I really do. I want people to be a part of this. We will be a part of true change. Not the change that Obama promised us. True change. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and um, folks, we're, 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 let's just go running out of time. Um, do you want to do the so closer? Omar, yeah, Omar, uh, we definitely want you. Yeah, I'll do the closer. Omar, we definitely want you back and, and um, let's stay in touch because we definitely have a lot of um, – I've, I've been getting texts from individuals that, that they love you and they want to support you. So uh, definitely we'll be in touch. I'll be in touch with you and your, your uh, campaign manager. Please do that. And I really appreciate you having me on and everything. Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you for coming. Absolutely. And, yeah, and, and we're going to have Anytime. you back, okay? Um, Thank you. And folks, that'll, do, that'll do it for this week. Um, and stay tuned for next uh, week when we're going to be talking about religious liberty. Right, right. And, uh, uh, let me do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a closing. I might, I might love to join you guys about that. <laughs> awesome. Fantastic. You're welcome to join us for that. Thank okay. you. Okay. Right. Go I'll ahead, Cisco. I'll let you go. Well, yep. basically, we just had we just had the honor uh, of having a great individual, a great young man, who I believe that he's going to be involved in the most important race in 2018 against Maxine Waters. Please support him because he is the future of America. And if you can support him, more of more individuals like him will be coming down the pipe. So let's support him and let's have him be in Congress in 2018, November 2018. Good night and God bless America. Yep. And folks, stay tuned till next week. We are out and we will see you then.